Welcome back. So this week we have another great topic. So we're talking about the three myths of positive dog training. Although there are a bunch out there, I'm going to talk about the top three myths. There are so many different things or misconceptions about positive dog training. I want to clear up a few things because it can be a wonderful thing to do positive reinforcement dog training for your dog. But first, if you have some type of reservations or you heard certain things about it, I want to clear that up for you. Okay. Um, so Scott, when you trained Archie, did you do use positive reinforcement or what did you kind of training did you use? Yeah, we did from the beginning. We didn't really know that's what it was called when we first started. We just went yep. to a puppy trainer and they said, do this. And then we're like, okay. Um, yep. Yeah. It, when we started to like learn more about it, uh, it turned out that we luckily had made the, a good choice. And we yep. personally like the positive uh, dog training aspect of things. And that's the way we mm -hmm. want to go. We know there's other different routes, but that's where we Oh, yeah. There, exactly. There's so many different ways of dog training. Not saying, you know... Different ones are wrong. You know, I, I always, you'll hear me say, do what works for your family and for your dog. Positive reinforcement, just one, is one. I happen to be a positive reinforcement dog trainer, which means I just use basically positive reinforcements to get the dog to do certain behaviors. So whether that's treats, whether that's toys, you can, you will talk about that. But let's start by just going through a few of the myths that I hear and then kind of debunking those. So the first one that I hear, not the first one that I hear is, Positive dog trainers don't believe in discipline. I would say that is a, a reason why we're talking about it because that's up there with the top one that people always think is that we don't believe in discipline and people always think you need to tell your dog what to do, you need to be authoritative and things like that. But we do believe in positive discipline. Positive doesn't mean permissive. So positive um, reinforcement dog trainers like myself, we do believe in a form of discipline and form of um, vocal interruption. So if a dog's having accidents in their home and you catch them partying a little bit, uh, uh, or clap our hands, um, time out. If they're getting too crazy, place them in a crate as a form of a um, time out. Um, ignoring behaviors. So I teach my clients too. Um, if your dog's jumping on you and stuff, if you just stand there like a tree and ignore them, it'll go away because it makes it not fun. Um, and so basically removing something, we're removing something that the dog wants. Um, and so just know that we do, there is a form of discipline, but it's just in a different way. So that's the first thing that you probably want to know about positive reinforcement dog training, because I do hear that a lot. Like, you know, and the next one, before I go into it, is another myth that I hear is, Training a dog with food is basically bribery. Like, I don't want to use treats all the time. Like, why do my dog need treats? Why can't they just listen to me? Have you have you heard that one from like a friend or something, Scott? Or or even thought it oh, yourself? I... Like, why do we have to use treats so much? What's up with that? You know? Yeah. Especially when we're getting into it, we hear it from our parents, from like other people, friends, and everything. And uh, even like other dog owners who are like not really um, up on everything, and they're just like, well, I don't I don't want to give them treats because they should respect me and that sort of thing. Exactly. They just should respect me. They should do this and that. So the thing about treats, first and foremost, uh, for, first and for, foremost, um, treats are not a form of bribery. You have to myth is like you have. To, if you don't understand about treats, then you you don't maybe you don't understand the power of the use of treats to begin with. So we use treats in many different aspects of dog training, and we use them 
um, with fearful dogs, anxious dogs, we're using to build dogs confidence because most dogs, they do like treats and it is something that they get really excited about and they will perform for. So in the beginning of any dog training for a dog, whether it's basic obedience training, you're teaching them sit, go to place, whether you're working on building their confidence, loose leash walking, we always use treats in the beginning just to kind of get them motivated and help them along. The same way you go to work and you get paid, we pay the dog with treats. Now, suppose you went to work and your, dog, and your job was like, hey, I'm not going to give you that paycheck every two weeks. You should know what to do at your job. You should listen to me, right? You'd be like, yeah. well, and what would you do? You would listen kind of, sort of, but not much, right? Exactly. You probably go but, home, right? You wouldn't even, because you didn't work, you just go home and be like, okay, I feel like I got. Exactly, exactly. And how many times have you seen a doggy lingo? How many times have you seen a dog look at you like, and you look at them like, you should know what I want you to do, like sit or come here, and they look at you and just turn and walk away because they're not getting paid for it in treats, you know? So it's the same way with us. If we're not getting paid, we don't do anything. Dogs aren't getting paid, they don't do anything. So the thing about treats is the good thing about it, and listen, very closely. We do fade away the treats. The treats are only short term. And I think that's the part that most dog owners are missing is that, you know, the biggest misconception is that we use the treats forever. We only use it at the beginning and then we work on fading that out so your dog can do the behavior when you want it to without treats and is all. That's a whole nother topic of training. Um, it's a large topic we'll talk about. So just know that if you have a child's a reinforcement trainer and they're starting your dog out on treats that eventually we do fade it out. So don't worry about it and it's not bribing a dog, it's just encouraging them. And then it also helps them make, um, you know, the correct choices and what we want them to do. So use treats and also just now, um, I, I know I deal with a lot of uh, dogs who have sensitive stomachs and maybe the owners don't wanna give them treats or they just wanna give them the dog food and that's it. So with that being said, you don't have to use treats that with positive reinforcement, you can use whatever gets your dog excited. So sometimes I'll go into a client's home like yesterday and I was working on recall, but the dog wouldn't come for treats, but he was still, he was short come for his stuffed bunny. Nice. So you use like things that your dog would come for or your dog would work for in order to get them to um, do a behavior. And it's, it, it's just not bribery. It's just getting them to, you know, you know, do stuff that they like with stuff that they like, essentially. So if the dog doesn't like treats, try, you know, toys. You could try play, too. So um, if you're working on something and, and you do a recall, you can have your dog go back out and, you know, play in the leaves or something, whatever it may be. That's silly. Um, so the, the main point is you don't have to use treats. It's not bribery. All right. The third, oh, I, you know what? I actually answered the third myth is um, okay. positive training stops when you treat, you stop giving treats. So that was actually the third one. I just kind of rambled on and went into it. But again, just to piggyback off that, it doesn't stop um, when you stop giving them treats again. You know, you could just keep going and going and going and then eventually fade in and out. And your dog will learn how to do the behaviors without the treats. When you was working with Archie, did you have to fade? Did you eventually fade out the treats or is that something you even knew about? No, we uh, for certain things. Yeah. Like once we got him good with like a recall and like yeah. sit and that sort of thing, unless we generally he's good with it. He doesn't need treats and that sort of thing. Still for yeah. like some reactive things, we'll use treats. And if it's a new thing yeah. that we're trying to get him to do or work with them on then we'll use treats or like he's on this like mini like workout plan so that involves a lot of treats because there's new things and things to get him excited yep. to drive him but um mm -hmm. you know recall and sort of those basic fundamentals of obedience stuff like no. sit and just place and stay even stay he's pretty good even without a treat it helps uh, mm -hmm. add to the, 
the reason why you need them to stay. Like if there's another dog that's aggressive that's around them, then exactly. Yep. Yeah, there's just so many different ways you can use treats for positive reinforcement training. And so, I, you know, another one that I'll throw in there just because I kind of lumped two of them together is a lot of times, just plain and simple, people think, you may think that positive dog training just doesn't work, you know? And so what we would say with that is we're rewarding the dog for doing great things and behavior. So the more a dog, um, so for instance, we're giving a dog a treat or a toy, whatever, every time they do sit, and they're really excited about that because they get a toy. And so you're also encouraging them to make proper choices and good behaviors on their own without you training them too. So when we disrupt dogs, like, uh, uh, you know, don't do this, do that, we're actually helping them make better choices. So instead of like, you know, used in any other forms of dog training where you may have to apply some type of form of punishment or whatever it may be. Like I said, I'm, everyone's trains differently. I'm not saying it's bad, do what's best for your dog. But with positive reinforcement, it, it leaves it up to the dog to make that decision. And ideally, you want your dog to help make the right choices and use that by pairing them with positive things that are happening um, with the treats. So that's yeah. how it kind of works because they kind of, something kind of clicks in their head of like, wait, so I get a treat. If I do this, I'm going to do more of that. I'm going to do more of that, you know? In so, yeah. Too, right? Like I know, um, just had an experience the other day with Archie, another mm -hmm. dog that was crossing our path. He was very reactive. Archie's also somewhat reactive. And yeah. so he's barking at Archie. Archie sort of lunges at him still a decent distance away. Yeah. But as soon as I snap, break one of his treats off and I could yell, yes, he runs to yep. me. He's literally sitting down facing me. I don't have to fight with him. I don't rest. Yeah. He's just there. And then the other dog is still bark barking everything. And the, that owner's wrestling with that dog. And sometimes it's just like, you know, uh, the one reason I do love positive dog training is that yeah. you build that relationship and you're working with them and they, they want yes. you, uh, even though they're doing a lot of it for the treat, at least they know what to expect. And they're really doing because they want to be there. And then they show up a lot easier. And you're Thanks not sure oh, my. Them so much, right? So. I don't know how many times I walk into the client's home and a client and the dog just so excited to see me because they made a positive association with me, the wonderful trainer coming in with treats. And I'm actually heard, you know, when you come in, the dog associates me like, okay, I have to behave. This is the trainer. This is what we do as she comes. And it could be the same thing for you and your family. Your dog associates you with like, okay, mom, dad, kids, or whoever it may be, you know, when they come in, this is supposed to happen. They kind of learn on their own through experiences and going through it without me even say anything just by me doing things with them that's positive reinforcement they know when i come in this is supposed to happen you know so hopefully i have debunked those myths of positive reinforcement dog training and if you're looking for a dog trainer hopefully you'll think like okay now i, I kind of figured it out now i know where to go so if you have any questions feel free to reach out and also Starting new, we have subscriptions on Instagram. So if you're interested, if you hear content that we're talking about now, if you see content on Instagram and you, you, you know, like say you're working on it or you want to know more about it, that's what subscriptions are for. It's going to be a deeper dive into the content that you're seeing on Instagram. It'll be lives that dive deeper into what you're actually seeing a snippets of right now. A lot of good information, a lot of training tips. It's almost like a one-on-one -on -one with me. So if you're interested and you just want to kind of dip your toes into training so you're not ready yet or you just want to do training um, through the subscription and learn some more, um, go to Instagram, subscribe, and then I will see you over there. But essentially, um, 
Hope you guys gained some good tips. Scott, do you have anything else to tell the folks? Of course, our Instagram handle, down for pause, at down for pause. Yeah, that always helps. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you gain, I keep on mentioning, but just so because of yeah. you, we do have the podcast. So if you don't always have time to watch the lives, you can go back. A lot of the lives have been turned into podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all the main podcast places, Google. Um, so you're yeah. able to listen back to the whole catalog. If you're looking for specific topics, they're all labeled really well. If you're looking just to yes. check this out again or what listen to it down the road because you just jumped on now, you can jump it on check it out then. But otherwise that's that's the main thing. Hopefully we uh, uh answered some questions about positive dog training too today. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Have a good weekend.